This is Daizen X, the podcast, episode 266, for the week of July 24th, 2011. Hey, hey, welcome to X, the podcast, an extension this week of two all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan sites. Out here, we got Daizen X. And out yonder, we have Contentai. That's right, two of us. We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. It is a fine Sunday morning. The coffee has been had. The awakeness is starting to kick in a little bit. Joining me across Slightly. the internets, Heath, Mr. Hujio, from the website called Zentai. Welcome. Thank you for having me this fine morning, Michael. It <laughs> is uh, a great day. I have my coffee. And a glass of water and Very a bagel. Nice. I was <laughs> I was considering bringing down a beer. I'm like, eh, it's not even. I thought about it yet. too, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's it's ten fifteen <laughs> on Sunday morning. I will be smited if I bring down a beer. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, all right. Well, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here, sir. Thanks for having me. And we got you. We got me. My name is Mike. I go by Vegito Ex occasionally across this here internet. Only occasionally. Occasionally. Uh, I don't I'm, think anybody knows that anymore. It is kind of weird though. We've moved into this period of the internet where anonymity is kind of still there but it is but identities have become themselves without this extra layer i mean you have things like the facebook login and your name is just your name and i've never made any attempt to hide behind a a screen name and i I know you haven't done the same either but it is weird that we kind of hold on to these old names as if they were something when in reality it was just kind of like well i need a screen name for instant messenger yeah basically well back in the day i mean that's what it was that was you yeah yeah you know true. you didn't go on forums and i'm mike Lurie. nice to meet you <laughs> all right dude you and i we are going to talk about well the news this week it's uh it was Lots one of those of weeks when what do we want to do for a topic there's so many things and it's the last week before oticon so like kind of getting ready for that and preparation and what kind of in-depth topic oh great there's news that's going to be our topic this week so i do want to toss out there that yes oticon is next week mary the wife and i will be down there you sir bailed on us this year i did bail on you i'm so sad not by choice no no it's all right right. i would like to make that be known i do plan on going next year because all the money i'd saved up is still available (laughs) in a savings account so hopefully next year we can really rock it (laughs) that's right so uh instead of you we do have Corey coming so at least uh we we replaced you (laughs) that's okay i no finer person could ever replace me and i i say that knowing he does not listen to every episode so he probably has no idea i said that uh we got some good friends coming from our extended community from uh of course daizen X and Constantai. and i know i come from uh it's weird that my fandoms you know started dragon ball real heavy there moved into amv's real heavy moved away from that why is my voice cracking i don't know what's going on and now we're back hardcore dbz but all the old amv friends are still there it's just a great time i'm really looking forward to uh otakon this year we're not doing anything no panels no uh we didn't make any amv's this year we have nothing in the contest so mary and i are just going as hey going to a convention it's the Woo-hoo. first time in a couple of years to doing that so sometimes that's just the way to do it yeah i'm looking for i mean there's lots of good guests this year makoto shinkai oh, yeah. ishiguro i mean i'm i'm psyched so i'm looking forward to all that once i found out i wasn't going then i stopped paying attention because i didn't want to read it and be like <laughs> damn it don't want to depress yourself I exactly. Know, I know. All right. So be on the lookout for us there. If you happen to, I don't know, hear our voices in the hallway somewhere, uh, be sure to stop us and say hello. We'll be happy to chat with all sorts of folks. So like I said, Heath, we are talking the news this week. That is our topic. But tied in with the news, I'm trying to do this thing where the news is everything. It is the news. It is the topic. It is the feedback as well. So it's all going to be one nice big package. Are you ready, Heath, for the nice big I package? I think... I'm ready. All right. I've woken up in the last five minutes, so I think we can do this. First bit of news, actually everything's at a Comic-Con this week. Uh, Ultimate Tenkaichi, that is the new, the latest video game developed by Spike, coming from Namco Bandai, coming to the PS3 and 360 end of October. Uh, we got a new trailer, uh, didn't really show all that much new. We knew we were going to have some of the larger villains, uh, first form Janemba's in there, and I think we've got Ozaru Vegeta in there as well. So those are going to be some of the story mode boss fights. But uh, the most interesting stuff really came out of the marketing sheet that 
shows up with all the press assets and it's stuff we knew but I'm pretty sure this is the first time that they're putting it in text officially in promotion of the game rather than casually through interviews and rumors out there we do have confirmation that there will be a character creator mode in this game and we do have confirmation on something involving Dragon Ball GT coming back. The wording was very vague. I'm assuming it's going to be characters. That has to be what it means. Yeah. Uh, Heath, your thoughts on any of this stuff? How about the character creator? I like the character creator because then I can create myself and make myself awesome. <laughs> really? That's your yeah, goal with this? Basically, that's my goal. I like to be awesome. But um, I don't know. I I am so glad that this news has finally come out because it actually gives us something to look forward to besides, hey, there's just this new game and it looks a lot like other games. Mm-hmm. I mean, they keep talking about, oh, we've done this with the art and blah, 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 blah. But when you throw them all side by side, they all really do kind of look they the do. same. So we really need something else. And I, I kind of fall on both sides of the fence with regard to the character creator. I do want it because it's something new to play around with and feel like we can... Oh, extend the game a little bit but then the other half of me is like i think it was mito-san that said something like no the japanese fans they like the characters that are in the show that's the reason they like the franchise is those characters without those characters right. it would be nothing so i'm the same way because i mean i'm playing the game to play as goku as vegeta as piccolo if i were to just make my own random characters well it's really no longer the dragon world and it's just kind of this toriyama character design copy and paste extravaganza which i did in dragon quest 9 already and the whole point of that was you know you've got your main character and you've got your three sidekicks that can be just anyone so i don't know i'm i really don't know how i feel about this character creator mode i know a lot of people are saying well the last thing i want to do is go online and fight against 20 gazillion super saiyan 3 nappas and i can totally understand that sentiment i hear you I know where you're coming from, but I still come from the standpoint of it's something new, yeah, which is good, is. <laughs> and I'd rather see something new than not have it at all. But I totally understand where you're coming from because I do agree with the fact that I would rather just go on and be bald Nappa than fight millions and millions of Super Saiyan Nappas that his mustache is now yellow. <laughs> right. And something in there, we've got a little bit about how you're going to be able to customize the character, but this is a yearly release. I mean, keep in mind, Spike has been doing Raging Blast, Raging Blast 2, and now this. It's been yearly. How much effort have they truly been able to put into this? How complete well, is that character creator mode going to be? That's something that could be to the advantage of the company in a sense that there could be a lot of downloadable content that they can put out, whether they've developed it but fully now. Or they, they have not done that, especially with the exactly. Dragon Ball games. I mean, the downloadable content for Raging Blast 2, I don't even think it came out over here in the U.S. They had pre-order bonus costumes abroad i think uh, over in europe the limited edition came with some extra that's stuff that's right they we had didn't, a bunch of extras they're they're on the disc i mean it's just colored costumes and stuff we didn't even get them so their strategy for these dragon ball games really have been just throw it out there and you know, maybe we'll show a commercial for a week it's it's not yeah. been a whole lot and if this is going to be spike's last game does that mean they'll support it a little more than they have before but then it falls to namco bandai at the same time i don't know so that's going to be due out is it october 25th over here in the u.s i think that was the date right i think so and then 28th over in europe so it's something to look forward to heath let us turn our attention now the <laughs> every week on the outline that i have for the show i try to type some type of name for the topic usually it's nothing sometimes it's just an actual description of what it is all i could come up with this week was dbz in hd omg haven't we had this conversation before i believe we have in fact you just had it with mark not too long ago <laughs> i know i think it started in 2007 and we've been continuing to have the same conversation oh, yeah. well once it kind of came out that when they did the season sets, they had scanned it at HD. Yeah. The theory had always been, well, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. When they do it, we don't know. Well, now we know. <laughs> let's uh, let's go through. All, there's so many things to talk about. And before we even talk about the news itself, which is that Funimation announced they're putting out the DBZ TV series on Blu-ray. They announced this at Comic-Con this past week. We always have to preface this discussion by some kind of short history of what their DVD releases have been in the U.S. Because you can't talk about the current one without fully understanding what these past ones have been. We've done this several times. And each time I say we're going to make it shorter and shorter and shorter, because if you've been listening 
listening to the show for a long time, you know all of this stuff. But I mean, I know what our numbers are. We get new listeners all the time. So a lot of people are coming in going, I don't, I don't, I just see orange things on the shelves at Best Buy. They still have them there. And even for someone like me, it's nice to keep track of this stuff because some of these numbers I don't have memorized. And we are going to see some comments later on from people that say the same thing. People hardcore into Dragon Ball fandom can't keep track of this stuff. Let us go back all the way to 1997, 1998. I think it was actually December into January. It was a real short yes. period of time. Funimation released the first DBZ movies, one, two, and three, on DVD in conjunction with Pioneer. They were actually uncut and bilingual. It was the first bilingual stuff we ever got in North America, and it came from with Funimation. It was great. Amazing subs, super accurate dub. It was awesome. Great times back then. Now, this is still toward the end of the broadcast of what was called Season 2 of Funimation's dub, so there was still just an edited TV-only dub. That was getting a home release on VHS, and that very shortly thereafter transitioned into a DVD release. It was the same thing, though, from 1999 to, I think, about 2000. The first two seasons of the production, they were edited dub-only. There were about three episodes uh, per disc. I think the last one had four episodes. It was 17 volumes, and it collected the 50 three episodes of what they called their first two seasons. Now, around that time, that was the big transition. That was when Toonami started airing the old dub. 1999, Funimation debuted what they called season three, the new in-house dub, in-house production. We started to get some uncut VHS releases. Remember, VHS was still a viable format for a little bit around this time period. We just had the uncut as well as the edited uh, dub-only releases. But in 2000, uh, I think I put 2001 here. I'm pretty sure it was 2000, though. The first Ginyu discs came out, and they continued to the end of the series from here on out. Their season three all the way through episode 291 or by their numbering was it like 276 I think he subtract yeah, whatever number it is in there I think that's right thing is they released it out of order the last stuff to actually come out on these individual DVDs were the end of the cell game so you got the boo arc before you got the cell arc these were single discs three to four episodes per disc there was one or two in there like the re-release of the trunks uh, second trunks disc that had five episodes they were uncut bilingual which is great and when you combine this with the prior 17 volumes of the edited dub only you got 87 total volumes of these three to four episode discs that took you all the way into 2005 it was quite a long time now in 2005 through to 2006 we got what was called the ultimate uncut edition the entirety of the first again what Funimation called the two seasons first two seasons those were redubbed unedited I believe they aired in their entirety on Cartoon Network then they ported those over to a home DVD release they were uncut again all that great jazz three to four episodes per disc. That was canceled after nine volumes. That was only about half the episodes that they had produced of this Ultimate Uncut Edition. Well, wasn't it even on Toonami when they were showing it? Or was it on Adult Swim? I can't remember. Uh, They may have aired it at night, not necessarily as a part of Adult yeah. Swim. I don't remember how that worked, but yeah. I just remember that they aired. got about halfway through and then people started to notice that they were just repeating and they didn't keep going. And that's when everyone started to notice that, oh, they're pulling DVDs. What What's going on? So that aired uh, in its entirety. It was 67 and 60. I don't even know what the actual breakdown is because of that problem with 67 and 68. So I always just say, eh, somewhere 67, 68. Those aired. The DVD releases did not complete. I know we got box art for another two volumes. Those never came out. We started seeing leaks of a complete Vegeta saga that was going to be coming out from Funimation. Early yellow box art. The comments out of Funimation were, we have nothing to say right now stay tuned we have some exciting stuff coming soon oh and how exciting it was pretty soon the next year 2007 that's when we got these remastered and again that's always in quotes season sets these were the cropped the widescreen the nine total season sets that comprise the entirety of the dragon ball z tv series this was the first consistent release ignoring quality just consistency of episode one is this way episode 291 is this way and everything in between it had three audio tracks it had the original japanese it had Funimation's dub with the Japanese score, and it had Funimation dub with their TV broadcast score. This was the first true, we'll call it a brick release of the series. There had been box set releases of the individual discs, but they were still just, you know, you slide the three to four episode discs into a giant cardboard box. These were the fold-out bricks that came out. Here's where we get into the fun stuff. Those came out 2007 and 2009, two months after 
Set 9 came out, we had the grand announcement at Otakon 2009 that Funimation had licensed the Dragon Box sets from Japan. This was, we're going to call it the proper remastering of the series. 4x3, we got it from Funimation Uncut and Bilingual, had two audio tracks. This is when they started dropping the old antiquated uh, TV broadcast score, the replacement music. That is ongoing. The sixth of the seven sets just came out. Set 7 is due in October. Now, we didn't mention it throughout here. We didn't talk about Dragon Ball. We didn't talk about GT. We didn't talk about the movies. We do have to mention Dragon Ball Kai, as they're calling it Dragon Ball Z Kai. While it is a separate release, it's the same base footage. So it's the exact same story. That started coming out in 2010 from Funimation. That's, again, still ongoing, still on TV. DVD and Blu-rays are still coming out. That's likely going to conclude in uh, 2012. That's all DVD releases. We have to also mention the streaming online from Funimation. They're often Offering about the first third of the series, somewhere around there, maybe a little less than that. It's for free, free viewing via Hulu. And they also have the first, we'll call it season. I think it's the same one through 39, somewhere in there that the first orange yeah. brick is. That's for sale on PSN and the Xbox Live Marketplace. You can download episodes. I don't know if they're a buck or two or a pop. First episode is free. Heath, I know you and I checked it out. Yeah, I think after that, everyone's 99 cents. Okay, so, it's, so yeah. that's a good price point. Those are the orange orange brick masters so they're getting reused and reused that brings us to this week at comic-con funimation entertainment is announcing that it is bringing the first installment of the anime phenomenon dragon ball z to blu-ray disc for the first time this fall now we're not going to bore all of you guys with uh, reading the entirety of the press release you of course can read it on daizen X. it's linked everywhere heath you and i read this within moments you know our forum over on daizen X, multiple pages tons of red flags in questionable terms throughout this entire press release we got to start with steve franco right i think you have to i'm almost surprised but not surprised that he's actually specifically mentioned i can't this. believe they dropped his name in here but uh, but i can totally understand why they did it exactly at the same time. it's just amazing that they would even mention him after all the backlash that happened but i guess if they absolutely have to mention him for his work that he did then right so right be it. and all right i guess we need to put that in context steve franco is a guy who uh i remember when we were doing our reviews of the first orange brick Corey duggan the guy was mainly known for color correcting softcore porn right yes okay so this is what this guy has a uh, history with and you know we say that very negatively but i mean tongue-in-cheek come on uh, <laughs> this is the guy we want working on dragon ball z uh him in his studio they did the scanning of what Funimation had for film masters did what they called color correction on the footage. This is the studio. It was video post and transfer. Seems like it's just renamed to and transfer. Now we see that name in there and immediately we're all thinking, all right, this is just the exact same master they made in 2007 that they touted as remastered in high definition in 1080p and it was just downscaled for the dvd release unfortunately that's somewhat what it looks like i know a lot of people were freaking out when they first read that now of course other people won't care but i mean i just i don't know i'm gonna let you take this one <laughs> i don't know what else there is to say about it that seems to be what it's hinting at but the question does arise it's are they doing a new transfer though see that's the thing because they they actually say that once again the series was digitally transferred. So what does once, once again, again like mean? Moving on to the next statement we're making, or we did this again because right. they do note that they use the original Japanese 16 millimeter film frame by frame. But that's what they said last time too. So. <laughs> Are they using a multi-generational track that they've had lying around, which is the same one they used last time? Or now that they have the Dragon Box Masters, did they use those? Did they get something new from Toei that we don't know about? Right. Did they get film of Dragon Box Masters? I don't think so, because that was ultimately no. done digitally. They probably got just a digital tape copy of the Dragon Box right. Masters. So that's why it's really confusing, because if they actually did scan it frame by frame, then technically they shouldn't have been able to do that with the Dragon Box Masters. Well, so. I love the phrasing of frame by frame because, well, Which yeah, means obviously... they literally just ran it through a machine and it scanned it frame by frame. And it didn't miss any frames. If you don't do it frame frames. by frame, then you don't have a show. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's some great stuff in there. I mean, our buddy Lance uh, Gaffer Tape, um, he, he was saying, you know, if you just swap out the word Blu-ray for DVD in this press release, it's basically verbatim from what we got back in 2007. And I'm yeah. expecting, I think a lot of other people are expecting, they're talking about some of the extras that are going to be included on this set. It's probably going to be the exact same extra that was on the first Orange Brick with Franco talking about the restoration process. Which is just going to be hilarious because now I'll have it in HD. <laughs> right, right. You can see all the lies in their actual HD resolution. So there's so much to talk about the video aspect, but I really want to talk about the audio aspect as well. Something that's really of no major concern to our audience is the quote in there, the original Funimation soundtrack. Well, what does that mean? Does that mean that the replacement score is coming back as an option? Funimation has been in this weird progressional phase where they're phasing out that score. The streaming is Kikuchi only. Dragon Box, of yeah. course, the dub was an afterthought, but it is the Kikuchi only score. If you follow along with a lot of the conversations, Funimation and Falconer Productions have had some wonderful legal situations with each other. I almost can't imagine or fathom why Funimation would want to involve themselves with this score ever again. I have no idea, but it almost looks like they're going back to it for some reason. Now, if it's just a bonus included track, if if they're including, you know, we assume multiple, multiple tracks, right. then this isn't a huge deal but to put themselves in that situation again seems kind of weird especially like you mentioned they've been moving away from it yeah, yeah now have they had enough complaints from people they could have is it enough to actually motivate them to have more legal issues and include this i don't know yeah are, are those complaints worth the legal problems and will they translate into sales who knows i mean people say grobble grobble no falconer no purchase you probably weren't going to purchase the dragon boxes in the first place so right what we really want to talk about though is of course the japanese audio if this is not the dragon box master they likely don't have any better audio to work with is this still the same audio master from the orange bricks well that doesn't even compare to the dragon box master so if we've got video issues potentially and we've got a lower audio quality i mean i'm already out here i am too well i was basically out when they said hey we're doing this in hd i said <laughs> well that's Great. So Heath, how about this? The uh, final aspect before we start talking about some of the bigger questions, 17 episodes on a two disc set. So we're roughly looking at basically 17 times 17 gets us around 291. So 17 sets. Now, even with the bump to Blu-ray and really the premium that of course comes along with that in the price, fans have really been conditioned over the last, I don't know, half decade, more than that to expect 40 episode sets of such a long running series. Remember Funimation, they were the ones who started disrupting the market the orange bricks were innovative at the time for an anime series especially of these long-running series so many of the other long-running series were still getting the individual disc releases in comes funimation says nope this is how we're doing it we're going to start modeling the american tv market now this is the weird thing though kai is also coming out as 13 episode sets 13 is less than 17 but kai is at a faster pace and that's only going to be 98 episodes total so we're still looking yeah, at a smaller a the size of the other series. Heath, what do you think about this? Is the episode count, even with the bump to Blu-ray, is that acceptable at this point? I would say the only reason I could see they're doing 17 is because of the price bump to Blu-ray. They're afraid that if they did it at 40 episodes a pop... That's going to be, you know, $60 MSRP. Yeah, people might not buy them like they want them to. So Well, hold on. If And this is taking a lot of stuff for granted. If this is the 2007 Masters, they've already made their money off of these releases. And that is a valid point. But unfortunately, we don't know that right now. Well, that's very true. Right. Under our assumption that we're going on, that is the transfer they're talking about. Then, yes, this really doesn't make a whole lot of sense because they could put a price cut on it, even though it is Blu-ray. Yeah. Because yeah. all their paying for at the moment is a new it onto a yeah. disc and manufacturing a box so. but like you said we don't know maybe it's a new transfer um we're pretty confident that the master they made in 2007 ultimately was cropped right i mean there is no four by three master of this remaster that they can go back to from the way the feature looked yeah on the first set yes it looked like when they scanned it in they just cropped it that's what they saved it and as. then remastered post crop is what it seemed yes. like to me so if this were to be a four by three release that would require 
an entirely new transfer beginning to end. So in comes that talk about $2 million or whatever it was remastering process. At the same point, if they're putting this on Blu-ray and knowing just, I don't want to be mean to anybody, but the general consensus um, about people that buy Blu-rays, if it has pillar boxes, people don't know what the hell to do. Well, why is this not in widescreen? And I can totally see Funimation just saying, we have to put this out in widescreen because that's what people want. I don't know. They've moved away from that as well. I'm pretty sure the Oran set was not cropped. Yu Hawk Show, you know, well, that was a license of a Japanese master, so that was the proper four by three. I think other than Dragon Ball, they haven't gotten themselves into a situation. But Dragon Ball supersedes anime fandom. And I think that's I think where that comes in, the concern over why doesn't this fill out my TV? Oh well. It'll be interesting to see because we both said there are so many questions left and that's part of the issue right now. Well, let's ask more and more questions. The Dragon Boxes were announced two months after the Orange Bricks were finished. So there was at least a little bit of a buffer period in there. Even with the Dragon Boxes being this little pet project they have on the side, it's never been given their full attention. It seems weird to announce this new release as the second to last Dragon Box is coming out. It was just out this week and um, the last one's due in October. you don't announce a product while the previous one's still coming out. Especially when they're both consistent runs of the entire series. Mm-hmm. Now we got to talk so. about Dragon Ball Kai as well. Kai is still yeah. airing on TV for the first time. Nicktoons is just hitting the uh, sell stuff around now. And the home release is chugging along behind that. Now Funimation has said this is the it's a new thing. It's a separate release. We've got the Dragon Boxes over here for the original. We've got Kai over here for the updated version. But it's not really a different version of the story. It's still the exact same thing. And especially now with the replacement score being the Shinsuke Kikuchi music, it really is just another version of DBZ. And it's on Blu-ray. Which is, it just boggles your mind. It really does. So we're going to have, essentially, if you count the original DVD season sets, which are still on shelves Mm -hmm. in many, many stores, we're going to have four releases in stores at the same time. Now, which stores are really going to carry all of these? Well, Best Buy, maybe. 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 So, I mean, it's not like you're really often going to see four sitting next to each other. But, it but is if a I do, I'm totally taking a picture, picture of that. Picture, absolutely. <laughs> it's just a really weird situation with these simultaneous releases. Here is my conspiracy theory. We all learned right. a little bit ago in 2010, Funimation had renewed the Dragon Ball license for another five years. That's going to take them out to 2015. We are midway through 2011 right now. What I think is going on, and you and I have talked about this, Mark has talked about this, the Dragon Boxes seemed like they were a surprise that was thrown into the mix. Funimation didn't seem to be expecting that to be a possibility. So we can Mm -hmm. almost entirely remove that from the equation. I think what Funimation wants to do, knowing that they have renewal up again in those five years in 2015, is to get another re-release of the series in. And if you break out the schedule, and this is a weird thing because I know our buddy Tanuki just saw that level 1.2 or whatever it is, is due out in what, December, according to Amazon's? 13. So it's almost a monthly release if those are going to be true, but maybe monthly, probably not. I don't expect this to be monthly. I, I would imagine they're not going to be. I could see the first two, we have these done. We'll do them back to back. Yeah. Wet yeah. the appetites. Right. Then we'll go to like a three to four month schedule. Right. And then if you break out the schedule from there, and especially if you take in the obligatory delays into consideration, that takes you roughly into 2014. You're in maybe 2013 with some buffer time at the end. I mean, this is another re-release to get done before 2015. Does that make sense or am I overthinking it? I think it makes sense. Um, And I could totally see a company like Funimation that's so on top of their business. Because, I mean, they relicense the franchise. You got to do something with it. I mean, why just sit on it? Why not sit on it for, you know, six more months (laughs) is the big question. Yeah, yeah. Especially if this is an existing mastered release, it can be sped up and put out at their leisure. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's the biggest thing for me is the overlap. Yeah. Why yeah. do we have to have the overlap? I mean, they've been talking about Dragon Ball Z Kai. It's the great new version. It's on Blu-ray. It's in HD. And I'm like shoving my fist in the air as I'm saying, you can just imagine Funimation like, this is it, folks. This is, I mean, we're so proud of it. It's just this amazing product and it's in we HD. We went back, we redubbed it. We 
corrected lines. Yep, we yep. did all this stuff. It's amazing. This is for the true Dragon Ball fan. By the way, here's the old crappy version on Blu-ray. Yeah. And we're going to release them at the same time. I mean, I get it, but I totally, totally don't get it. Yeah. Before we turn to, we have some great comments from fans out there. I want to get kind of, it's our final thoughts, but it, it can't be final because we don't even have clarification on what the product is in the first place. So as of the press release and a couple days passing and sitting on this, I know we've all come, you and I have said this, Mark has said this, lots of other folks on our forum have said this, Dragon Boxes are not going anywhere. I mean, they've been a limited release, but if you've been keeping up with them, you're always going to have them. It's the best that the series can possibly look on DVD right now, likely. I mean, there is some discussion to be had about color accuracy, but in terms of the length of the series, the money required to remaster it, the Dragon Boxes were the best that I could ask for at that effort and price. And they're not going anywhere. Oh, definitely. And I think that is one thing that does need to be brought up. The fact that if you're at all concerned that they are using the old masters from the season sets and you have the dragon boxes. You're good. Well, you're good. You know, it really for for people like us, this announcement was more of a, well, I guess I don't have to get angry as much because it really doesn't affect me. Yeah, it's very different from how it was in 2007, where an uncut 4x3 bilingual proper release, I mean, it was proper for the time, was canceled in favor of a product, as I've always described it in the features and everywhere that I've written about this, a product that no one asked for at the time. Yes. Very, very different everyone off guard yeah yeah now i know you and i were we're certainly open to a wonderful hd transfer of the series kai is a pretty good hd remaster of the series but it's also not dragon ball z it's its own thing he tossed reanimated scenes into the mix and musical cues and all that it's no longer dbz but in terms of funimation being the ones to do this great new hd transfer of the series i mean I don't have a whole lot of faith based on what we've seen over the last few years. Yeah, I totally have to agree. I don't know if there's much else to be said other than I've seen what you did and... I guess we'll see what you do. <laughs> and my guess is they're going to be pretty much the same thing. In, in addition to the video we've talked about, the audio is a big thing as well. I mean, I want it to sound as great as it can. Funimation does not have all of the masters from cold storage that Toei used for the Dragon Boxes. So it's it just can't be a comparison on the audio level. Maybe there are things they can do in the video realm. But again, multi-generational copies, even if this is a new transfer and new updated methods, I'm not sure. I'm not sure you're not sure we're gonna have to wait and see but i do want to turn well, it and, go ahead but part of the other issue is i i have heard a lot of people mention well funimation did the dragon ball z movies in hd and those looked good but the only problem is the source footage they had for that was so much better than what they have for dragon ball z yeah yeah i mean it just i i can't really make a valuable comparison between the two because they are two different beasts yeah the movie's greater stock of film there's more detail to work with less effort had to go into it to make it look as competent as a dragon box release i know there are uh, pros and cons each way ultimately i fall on the side of the yeah. dragon boxes in terms of quality and clarity and colors and stuff but a couple of the double features aren't terrible and they actually have slightly more pixels on the right side than the dragon boxes did even so i mean th there's a couple of decent things over there i want to turn it over to comments from the fans out there because like i said this announcement came out everyone's got something to say it's the internet everyone has an opinion they want to voice it and i want to share some of these as well because i think what people have to say really runs the gamut of opinions here. There's a lot of good stuff. Uh, we're going to pull from uh, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash DizeX, and also our forum over on DizeNshuiX. Alex over on Facebook was the first one to say something. Blu-ray has tons of space. Bring in the Mexican dub and I'll buy it again. A nice toss back there to the ultimate uncut and editions. And I think that's a valid point because I've heard that from multiple people. I mean, you've got the space, you're going to put on some lossless audio tracks. Clearly you've got the Mexican dub sitting in a box somewhere. Let's toss it on. Then Damien joined in and said, another version? No, thanks. <laughs> I mean, short, succinct. That seems to be uh, kind of the prevailing thought though, right? I, I've heard that one a lot too. All right. Ryan over on Facebook says, man, I can't imagine these selling well with Kai. It just almost seems unnecessary. Again. Yeah. We're competing against ourselves here with Kai dbz on blu-ray what's the difference then aaron also on facebook said i am sorry to be such a downer but funimation is doing way too many re-releases we finally got the dragon boxes and now they're trying to give us a blu-ray release 
with less than half the episodes per set that was found on the Dragon Boxes. Yep. I mean, we're pulling it back there to fans have been conditioned to expect more episodes per set. Grace, also offer on Facebook, says, not interested, happy with the Dragon Boxes. I understand this is their cash cow, but they have just been putting so many re-releases so close together. Again, people talking about it. It's just so soon, one after the other. I think a lot of people would be more open to some of these re-releases if they weren't kind of laying on top of each other. If there were breaks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're buying a lot of anime back-to-back for, what, 14 years? Yeah, but you're not obligated to purchase them, so there's an argument both I ways. Know. Anyway, uh, from the forum, Dragon Box Z Movies said, We'll probably only get the Boo Saga. I'm not one of those fans that likes to buy the series three times. Two's enough for me. And since I've already got the Frieza and will have the Cell Arc on Blu-ray through Kai, I don't feel the need to own the Z versions of those in HD. That's a good point. The lack of the Boo story arc in HD via Kai. Well, here's going to be a way to get it in HD, sort of, kind of later on down the road. And our buddy Josh Kendamu on our forum said, I'm not exactly emotional one way or another about this. We got the Dragon Box. I really don't care about anything else. The only thing that got a what out of me was the extremely low episode count. Not sure fans will buy this volume episodes for 30 to 50 bucks a volume. They may just pirate it instead. Well, fans are going to pirate anyway, but um, yeah. I mean, there is a valid point in there. Dragon Ball fans are notorious for repurchasing the same things over and over. Dragon Ball fans will buy things. Will they re 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 buy things though? That's that's a that big question. That is the question. Especially at this point, we don't even have a price point yeah, yeah. for any of these. So uh, Rachel on the forum said, Combined with the fact that the orange bricks have been marketed as remastered in HD for years, the average schmo sometimes takes that to mean those DVDs actually are HD. I foresee this confusing the fuck out of the layman and possibly retailers too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had that for years. People think that the orange bricks, even though they're DVD, because they're touted as remastered in HD 1080p, that those literally are presented in HD on their DVDs. And that's not the At case. At 480p. Yes. Captain Awesome on our forum says, I really want to see the series on Blu-ray. It's half the reason I even tolerate Kai. The increase in visual fidelity is negligible for a show with the age and budget of DBZ, but having rock solid encodes of the episodes is really all I want. However, if these are previous widescreen unmasters, I'll be giving them a miss. And that's a good point there too as well. With Blu-ray, you have the capacity for great encodes. Funimation's already said that the audio is going to be lossless, but no macro blocking whatsoever. I mean, what you see on film can be what you you get of course whatever they do to that film before it hits dvd and blu-ray that's another question well because we're looking at what nine and eight episodes per disc on the blu-rays yeah 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 that's what kai has been actually kai's been weird or it's been like 10 episodes and then four or something so i mean who knows what we'll end up with but hey if it leaves them room to to shove on four or five audio tracks Mm -hmm. then Blu-ray's the place to do it. Penguin Truth on the forum says, does Greedo or Kiwi fire first in this release? I'm going to get the obligatory hilarious comment in there. I'm not even a Star Wars fan, but I know what that means. And uh, I think it's very relevant with regard to Dragon Ball re-releases here. So I appreciate that. Tony the Tiger on the forum says, but I think the general consumer will just be ludicrously confused. Even I sometimes have a hard enough time wrapping my head around all the different Dragon Ball products out there. A major no-no in marketing is never to compete with yourself. And now we're quite literally going into what I think is straight up the most confusing period in Dragon Ball history in North America. And I don't think that's hyperbole. I agree with him completely. I don't even know. I I would agree with confusing period. I don't know if it's the most confusing. Really? Well, I think most moving there. Most confusing in terms of a home release. I mean, you heard us earlier. Yeah, where you have four consecutive releases. I mean, how can you possibly tell someone who's just getting into the series? What do I buy? Well, you have to go through this like if what if then if but you want also, this then you yeah. buy this if you don't then you should get this it's do you care about quality i don't know do you, what audio do you want i think or it's what, confusing what video do you want i mean maybe best buy should put up like a check sheet <laughs> that they can hand out to customers that are looking for dragon ball products i think so it's a great idea maybe i'll print one out and bring it down there myself i care guys i'm, I'm doing sure you a solid it. post this up and our buddy gaffer tape on the forum said yes we have the dragon boxes so it doesn't matter to us personally but it's still the image of the franchise, still the mainstream perception, still how Funimation treats its client base, and I feel those are all things that need
need to be rectified. Yes, the orange bricks have no bearing on my life, but that doesn't mean I still don't think they're a complete insult to Dragon Ball fans, to fans of home video in general, and to business quality control, and deserve to be destroyed for all time. Now, of course, all these quotes were selectively pulled from a larger thing, so I think we give Lance an overly negative outlook on things here, so I apologize for that, but I think it's a good point to make. Something we've talked about was the marketing approach of the orange bricks versus the dragon boxes. As terrible as they were, the orange brick features and the technical breakdowns were these calm, authoritative, matter-of-fact voices detailing things with charts and diagrams. And then that first commercial for the dragon box sets at Oticon 2009, you heard Mary and I talk about it shortly thereafter. At first, we thought it was a commercial that Funimation led licensed abridged. I mean, it it was this comedy over the top. Hey guys, here's another release. It's like, I think those needed to be flip-flopped in terms of what the approach yeah. was. Sometimes I don't know what they're thinking and somehow it usually ends out working for them. <laughs> We've talked about this year in, year out. They are marketing geniuses in terms of the anime industry. The Dragon Ball money is rolling in. It's sustaining Well, they are them. the anime industry. Yeah. I forget what year it was, but Dragon Ball made up 50% of the profits. I mean, Dragon Ball is a fantastic success relative to the rest of the industry for them. Obviously doing well enough that they can do whatever the hell they feel like doing yeah. with the franchise. And so who are we to say anything? <laughs> We're no one, Mike. Because <laughs> I've seen people out there, and I have to tend to agree with this, that Funimation will do whatever they want with Dragon Ball until the fans stop buying it and say no. Because it makes them so much money. They're going to milk the series until it's dead. And it's an ongoing joke, and you can laugh at it all you want, but it is so damn true. Because they will. But Heath, have we hit that point now with this latest announcement? We may have. And it'll be interesting to find out if sales are good and people find out that wait this is what it is and after the first two volumes it plummets then it'll be interesting to see what they do mm. do they keep releasing for another four years or do they say well we tried and we failed move on and then is that the point where they say well dragon ball it just isn't marketable anymore but it wasn't necessarily that the franchise wouldn't be marketable is that this release was not what fans were looking for right i mean see again that's my biggest problem it's not that the series isn't still marketable right now it's the fact that it's overlapping with a current release and there's no break there's nothing it just it doesn't it boggles my mind and i don't know why they're doing it now so i'm gonna have to start jumping on your conspiracy theory <laughs> i think it makes sense the more we talk about it but i i have to pull it back to you and i we know nothing we don't run funimation we don't know what their marketing department's like what their cash figures are like they may have it all planned out and they are just laughing all the way to the bank wondering why a couple of guys approaching the 30s are talking about such a stupid thing probably i'm sure we have wanted posters <laughs> i know i like to imagine that sometimes it's totally not true and of course that's no there's no basis no. in reality and that's a little self-serving to even try to think about but it's hilarious at the same time so uh i guess where do you want to leave this i don't know i think there's no place to leave it there's such a lack of information and i'm hoping we'll hear back some more concrete things in the near future he's the, the first set here dragon ball z level 1.1 i guess we should talk about that what do you think about them kind of adapting the evangelion <laughs> numbering scheme over here i know i don't so then I assume each arc will be like two and then the next one would be three. That's a good point because so the Amazon listing for the next set is 1.2, but that's probably just a continuation of, well, it's got to be the sign. Well, arc if they're doing 17. 17 episodes a piece, which it looks like because both series had the same running time yeah, on yeah. Amazon. So that would get us up to 34, and a lot of people consider the end of the Cyan arc to be 35, 36. Right, right. They may be doing it that way. If they squeezed one more episode on to get it up to 35 right. on the second set, that would get them right there, and then they can move on to 2.1. Yeah, whatever. I'm very curious to see how that numbering is going to go. Is the two going to be the story arc, yeah. or is it just going to be one point X? through to the end of the Blu-ray release. That would be hilarious, because then what's the point? Then what would two be? Because if this is already Blu-ray, I mean, wouldn't the orange bricks be one point, whatever, and the Blu-rays mm -hmm. would be two points? I don't know. When is this due out? This is due out sometime November? November. Is it? 
Okay. So yeah, it's right after November, whatever. And then the other one's December 13th, I believe. Crazy times. Crazy times. So we still have Otakon coming up this next week. I am still predicting Jump Super Animator announcement at Otakon. 2011. I am totally on board with you. I mean, they've got to give me something uh, else to get excited about. Everyone's just going to be like, they'll be really excited, but you'll still get the reactions. Another Dragon yeah. Ball release? <laughs> Seriously? Right. No, no, no. It's new. It's new stuff. It's completely you haven't seen this one before, unless you watched it streaming when it came out in 2008. Yeah. Which would be nice. It makes me wonder, are they just going to, hey, Shueisha, can we have your subtitles? Oh, nah. Steve needs to go in there and redo that I one. know. He really does. <laughs> I mean, overall, it was pretty good, but couple things like ah, that's not what that character just said it makes me wonder what uh is, i mean i only watch the english subs so what the other language subs were like were they all translated from the english i or from japanese no i don't know i didn't watch any other versions all right heath we've talked for a while about what amounts to nothing so far because all we have is a press release and an announcement how do we manage to do this week in week out i don't know but it's it's damn fun it is damn fun so i'm very glad you could join me here on this show. Well, thanks for having me. And you had you had Jake last time, so I did. Yeah, it's been it's the slow but sure comrade in arms series of episodes here. That's right. But you're taking a week off. I am taking I a week off. It's gonna be good. I need it. <laughs> a vacation because yeah. you're gonna get sick anyway. <laughs> God damn it! That sucks. So I much probably shouldn't have said that. Ah, uh, Heath Cotton Zentai, which is spelled with one N in there. You may not know it. No, no, no it's... there are two Ns, <laughs> but we get that a lot. Don't confuse uh, people. Can, I know you can visit us at k a n z e n t a i dot com. Con Zentai, not Ka Zentai. There is an N at the beginning. Uh, we have awesome stuff, and hopefully, work will let up shortly so I can post some of this awesome stuff. But you know, that's how things go. Yeah, when you're old. it's been the same way over on Taizen Shui X. I don't know if you've noticed, but it's basically been just news and podcasts because uh, my main computer blew up. So yeah, I saw that. I'm working off my work laptop. And I mean, I have all my stuff backed up. But in terms of working on which things and using just the laptop as opposed to yeah. you know, nice big monitors and I'm taking a break from computers and it's been fantastic. Isn't it though? <laughs> really? But then you have your it's phone, great. which is basically a computer. Yeah. Well, well, it's one of the reasons. I mean, it's a whole nother side conversation about, you know, current society and electronic attachment. But mm-hmm. uh, we're at a couple of years back prior to smartphones. And when a computer died, I'd probably be like, yep, that, uh, um, how, how do I function? I everything I do on computer now I'm just like hey all right uh, Heath wants to record yeah. okay you know hook I'll up the laptop at some point it's cool it's cool uh yeah let's wrap up the show I mean this has been one of the chillest episodes in a while talking about a whole lot of well, nothing Sunday morning talk. yeah I'm it is you. it is the coffee talk episode with Mike and Heath this week <laughs> what was that I have no idea. Oh, I did. Uh, I just thought of something that may be relevant to Dragon Ball. Sure. But, sure. Uh, I know in North America, the uh, Borders bookstore oh, chain yeah, is yeah. going under. I was just there yesterday. Oh, and, you still uh, have all one. Their, all their manga is 20% off because they, I think September 1st is when they close all their doors. So they're liquidating everything right, right now. Right, right. So Might be worth checking You can find out. stuff up to 40% off. All their graphic novels were 20%. So if people want to go grab those, they can. I'm sure the longer you wait, the percentages will yeah, increase. Yeah, the less there will be. All the borders around here closed quite a few years ago. So Yeah, because they closed a bunch and then they left like half of them open, mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, I know in Nebraska, we still have all of ours because my dad goes there all the time. But uh, yeah, they're still around if you can find them. I don't know if they're having any online sales, but... No, no, they're not. I, I don't think any of that applies to online stuff. So, anyway, if you have a Borders, go find it. Well, thanks for the tip, sir. You are welcome. So, that's you over at Constantine. <laughs> that is me. You can find the rest of us uh, folks over at DaiZenChewyX, www.daizex.com. It's where you can find the website, the podcast, the chat, the forum, all the associated things that are a part of DaiZenChewyX. And uh, I'm going to wrap up the show. 
It's been a pleasure, sir. Thank you for having me on this fine morning. No problem. We will see you not next week, but likely the week after that. And I know we will pick up shortly thereafter with our manga review of awesomeness. We got to wait for Jeff to uh, uncollapse from Otakon. He is the head of publication there. So um, I don't see him until after the convention at this point. Uh, what else can I say? I guess that's it for all these folks. My name is Mike. It's a place. It's a podcast. It's stuff. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Check you later. I don't know. Should we wrap it up or should we just keep talking about nothing? I guess we could. I was listening to uh, the new BC Boys. Have you Have you hit that up? No, I haven't. Yeah. Fight for your right. Revisited. Go I to YouTube. Look it up. It's out. awesome. What yeah. have I been There's like to? 40 uh, celebrity cameos. The Beastie Boys aren't even in the damn video. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard about that video. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to really catch up on media. Or oh, and I played um, 007 on the N64 last night. I played Goldeneye. Very nice. Very nice. It was awesome. Did you see that uh, they're remaking the Wii remake for uh, yes, 360 PS3? Which I still don't own anyway. No, nah, I don't either. I don't know. It, it, it's more of a revisioning than an actual port of the original version. So the, I'm kind of both interested and not interested. I don't know. I mean, I enjoyed playing the game when it came out, but not... Yeah. You know, purchase it again and play FPS games that I don't even play anyway. Well, I haven't, we haven't played the Wii in so long. I've just played PS3 a lot. Yeah, I've been playing Dragon Quest VIII for, I think, like 22 or 23 hours in, and I am loving it so much. There you go. I thought it was going to be really difficult going back from, because I played. I'm playing them in reverse order. Nine was the first one I played. I know it's blasphemy how long I've gone in my life without playing a Dragon Quest game and took shit for not playing Chrono Trigger for so long too. And it's great to finally go after these games. But I thought it was going to be really difficult going from nine, which had no random encounters back to a console experience with random battles, but it actually hasn't been that bad. Well, didn't you just get the, uh, you got a new DS, didn't you? I did. I got the XL, XL. and then it was the greatest thing. Yeah. I'm pretty much for done. For your old eyes. Yes, for my increasingly old eyes. I'm still playing Pokemon, but I'm not really playing it at this point. I finally went and rebeat the Elite Four and beat Alder. And That'd be awesome. I'm, I want to go and play, because I've been just accumulating so many DS games. I mean, I've got Dragon Quest Four, Five, Six over there. i got Radiant Historia that I want to jump into. I mean, I've got more RPGs to last me an entire series of lifetimes over there, but I don't want to start a new dragon quest on DS while I'm playing a dragon quest on the console. So I'm also like, do I just finish dragon quest eight before I start another RPG that probably makes the most sense. I'm weird in that I can't play multiple games at once because then I just, I'm the same way though. I don't like to go back and forth between two different games. Yeah. Especially if they have two very different storylines.